Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ready Set Disney Podcast. I am your host, Corey G, coming to you live from a parking lot as I sit and wait for my son to finish soccer practice. Such an exciting life we lead as parents, though, isn't it? Um, So I'm coming to you tonight to talk to you about uh, moderate hotels. We're going to pick back up reviewing hotels. We uh, had reviewed a couple of the, well, we reviewed all of the deluxe hotels in two previous episodes. And then we took a little bit of a break and I talked about groceries and the importance of groceries and, you know, why you would do it and the money that you save. And tonight we're going to pick back up with the with the hotel sort of review um, recommendation type thing. So we're going to review all of the moderate hotels. Um, and if you're new to the podcast, just want to make sure you're aware that our podcast is based on a blog that my wife and I started, ReadySetDisney.com. Um, so if you hear anything tonight and you want a little more information or maybe you just want to refer back to it, you can always go to our web- website and check us out. I also post the show notes on our uh, blog site. So it's a great way if you want to see what I'm saying sort of in black and white, you can always refer back. Back to that. Sometimes there are links in it that you can click on that will help you find some of the things that we discuss. Um, but like I said, tonight we're going to be talking about moderate hotels. Um, some people think that there are only four moderate hotels, but actually in doing the research, my wife discovered that there is a fifth moderate hotel um, that a lot of people don't realize is a moderate hotel because it is on the property and it has the same name as a deluxe hotel, and I'll cover it um, as our last resort. But, um, you know, the the moderate hotels, there are, as I said, five, um, and they are bigger than the deluxe resorts in regards to uh, the amount of property that they have, the you know, the actual acreage that they sit on, and the number of rooms that they have. Uh, this comes into, f- into play when you talk about waiting for food, you know, how busy the pool is, waiting for buses, just the hustle and bustle at your actual resort. It's really important to kind of keep an eye on how many rooms a, a resort has. So we break that down for you. My wife done a, did a ton of research for this episode. Um so I and again, I'm just the voice who shares it with you. So we're gonna break down a couple of different categories. We're gonna tell you sort of exactly how big the rooms are, how many rooms are in a hotel, um, you know, how many they sleep. We'll talk to you a little bit about the pools, a little bit, a little bit about the dining, um, some a, a little bit about the transportation. Uh, so you kind of get a, a, a quick glimpse of each of the resorts. Um, and then we'll share with you some of our experiences for each of those resorts. The first resort that I want to, we're going to go over tonight is Coronado Springs. Uh, so the Coronado Springs Resort is an Animal Kingdom resort. It's in the Animal Kingdom area. Um, and it really is more of a conference hotel than any of the other resorts. I think the Riviera is a has a conference uh, set up to it as well. But Coronado Springs, I think, was really their first uh, conference hotel. It's not Disney themed whatsoever. Uh, I, I stayed there years and years ago and there wasn't much Disney theme to it. I don't know if there's been upgrades since, um, but it really does have a little bit more of an adult theme to it. 
uh, not the adult theme that you're thinking of, um, but just kind of not not cartoons on the wall and that kind of stuff. Um, so Coronado Springs actually has 2,384 rooms in the hotel. Uh, the prices range from anywhere from $240 to $3,200 a night. Those $3,200 a night hotels rooms are like the... Uh, the presidential suite. So if you're a CEO of a company and you booked a huge conference there, you get that suite. Like that's what that's for. Um, the hotel is divided into four areas. Uh, the Grand Destino Tower, which is the where the lobby is located, and then a couple of the other areas. I don't really remember the names of them. Not really important. The Grand Destino Tower is the one that has the most amount of rooms it's got 545 rooms and that's where the lobby and most of the dining is located each of the rooms um you know your regular standard rooms obviously not your presidential suite and stuff like that but each of the rooms are 314 square feet but the rooms in the tower are about 20 percent bigger than the other rooms within the resort so if you're gonna make a request we would highly recommend staying in the tower uh it's a lot less walking when you go on to meals or even if you want to fill up your uh your refillable cup or anything like that so and the rooms are bigger so obviously all of the rooms in all of the hotels through all of our research all come with a mini fridge coffee maker pretty much two sinks for the bathroom with uh, the sinks the vanity area is outside of like the toilet shower room so there's a toilet shower room with a door that has the toilet and the shower in it that's why they call it the toilet shower room i call it the toilet shower room um but they have a, that vanity section and in the um in, in uh, coronado springs that vanity section actually has like sliding doors that closes it off to the main part of the room super helpful right if you have little ones that are sleeping and you and your wife are you know at night getting ready for bed the kids are asleep and you need to brush your teeth or whatever you don't have the light on and shining on the kids while they're trying to sleep and you're brushing your teeth and that sort of thing so uh, those sliding doors are great for that uh, there are four pools at Coronado Springs um, it's like an Aztec type theming and the pool has a big 123-foot water slide that I may or may not have climbed on top of. It's like a, a temple um, a pyramid. That's what it is. It's like a pyramid. I may or may not have climbed on top of it in a drunken stupor at a conference one time. But I can't deny or uh, solidify that rumor. Um there are three, uh, wait, 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 no, I'm sorry, there's four full-serve restaurants, two bars, plus your food court. Um, the outdoor area by the pool is great, it's big, big, big space, it's got all kinds of sports there, huge bar, again, um, very conferency. so there's like volleyball courts and stuff, and at this resort, you see a lot of adults there playing and, and things like that because... It's not as geared towards kids. Obviously, there are kids there, um, but there are a, also a lot of adult things going on, too. Um, transportation, 
there uh, it's obviously a bus everywhere that's the um that's the thing with the moderates and the value resorts you you really don't have any other options um other than buses skyliner has started to come into play recently just over the past two years um the downside is there the the bus for the caribbean beach stops four times within your resort so think about that um so if you're the last stop that means when you get on the bus has already stopped three times and so you're getting on to what could potentially be a packed bus um the good news is when you're going home you're the first stop so you get to hop right off but when you're getting on you're the last stop so it's a packed bus um and my wife did a little research we believe this is the only moderate hotel that has a fitness center right everybody knows if you've listened in the past i do love my workouts in disney world they have a small fitness center mostly treadmills I personally have never been in it, so I can't attest uh, whether or not it has a Smith machine. That is a pretty popular piece in Disney, but I, I honestly don't know if they actually have one. Uh, so that's kind of the rundown for Coronado Springs. Like I said, it's adult-themed, great pool area, good food options um, if you're looking for something um, a little not so food courtish you know they've got mexican themed restaurants and things like that so um it's a again a conference type hotel with a little bit more of the adult vibe to it than most of the other resorts you'll stay in the second hotel we're going to tell you about is the caribbean beach hotel uh, caribbean beach is an epcot hotel um, not as big as coronado springs uh, caribbean beach comes in at uh just over 1,500 rooms. Um, the rooms uh, range anywhere between $248 and $515 a night. Um, same as Coronado Springs in terms of square footage, 314 square feet. Same bathroom setup with the sliding doors, the vanities outside of the shower, toilet area. Um, and it does include rooms that have Murphy beds, um, which are the beds that pull out from um, the wall uh, in most Disney hotels, they don't actually pull out from the wall. So what they are are like dining tables that fold out that have a bed uh, that a child can sleep on. So it sleeps four adults and one kid when you fold that dining table out into the Murphy bed. Um, so the rooms also, uh, like I said, fridge, mini fridges and coffee makers. Um, there are six pools at Caribbean Beach. Uh, and the, there are six pools, again, because of the stops. Uh, each of the resort areas is broken up, named a different island in the Caribbean, Jamaica and blah, 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 blah. Um, and then each um, uh, smaller island resort where your room is has its own quiet pool, but then there is also one bigger um you know, resort pool that has a shipwreck in it and slides and a water play area for the kids. Um, we took our kids here. Well, we took our son here. We only had one at the time. Um, 
And he really enjoyed that small water area. You know, it's a, a zero-entry pool, and it was nice. Uh, great. I, I like the pool. Um, it does get very crowded. Again, you're looking at 1,500 rooms in that resort. So, you know, they, that's what you're sort of facing. The quiet, the leisure pools don't have as much, um, obviously, traffic flow in them. Oh, the, uh, the big pool also has a barrel that fills up. That was the big thing in the kid area. There's a barrel that fills up, and then it, you know, makes a noise and dumps out all the water there's one table service restaurant um and everything else there is either a counter service or that food court type thing um caribbean beach is one of the very few moderate resorts that has an alternate transportation besides a bus and that alternate transportation is the skyliner so you can take a skyliner to epcot or to hollywood but again, just like any of the other modes of transportation beside a bus, like your boat or your Skyliner, um, if there's thunderstorms in the area, both of those shut down. So just be cautious of that. Um, and if you're in the Skyliner and the, the liner is loading, the liner lo loads near the, the spot where you get in the car is near Jamaica. Uh, so the people in Aruba which is like the furthest thing from Jamaica, should go to the Riviera and jump on there. It's shorter to walk to the Riviera than to walk to the other side of Jamaica. Um, there is an internal bus to the Skyliner, so you can jump on a bus. If you are in Aruba and you really want to take the Skyliner from your resort, you can take the bus to the Skyliner, um, but the hotel has seven bus stops. This is the one we stopped in where I, we were like second to last or something. And it was miserable because you got on seven bus stops. You got on and the bus was packed. And then you had two more stops after that. And then when you were coming back to the hotel, you had to go through all of these stops. To, oh, God, it was so miserable. Um I, and that was one of the reasons why I was like, yeah, I can't do this moderate hotel thing anymore because I really need to limit my bus interactions. Um, so, yeah, that's the breakdown for the Caribbean beach. The next hotel we're going to discuss is we're going to discuss it's just me talking. We're not really discussing anything. The next uh, resort that I'm going to talk to you about is uh, Port Orleans Riverside. So Port Orleans is wicked confusing. There are two hotels. There's Port Orleans Riverside, Port Orleans French Quarter. One of them used to be Dixie Landings, and then I think they changed it because I, I don't know if it was like uh, Dixie Landings had a negative connotation. I, I, I don't even want to get into it, but now they – so there's two Port Orleans. One's Riverside. One is French Quarter. Very Two very different hotels. They share like a food area, I think. Um, the Port Orleans Riverside is what I'm going to talk to you about now. Both are considered Disney Springs hotels. Both of them give you the option of taking a boat from your resort over to Disney Springs. Um, the, the Riverside is, um, it's a New Orleans, it's so weird, right? One of them is like a New Orleans theme, and then the other one is like a French Quarter theme. I'm like, that's the same theme. Um, but Riverside is broken up by the mansion theme and the bayou theme. And the rooms range between 266 and 520 per night. 
Again, 314 square feet, mini fridge, coffee maker, shower and toilet room. The sink and the vanity this time are only separated by a curtain. Okay? So think like when you go to the doctor and they have the curtain, that's all you have separating you from the kids. So keep that in mind in case you have other plans for the vanity area. There's only a curtain separating you from your children. Um, there are six pools. One of them is the main pool, and then there are five leisure pools. The main pool has a 95-foot water slide. Um, all of the restaurants, except for Boatwright's Dining Hall, it's, it's, I'm sorry, Boatwright's Dining Hall is like the only full full table service uh, restaurant. Everything else is just a food court. So there are no quick service or anything like that. It's either like cafeteria in college or a sit-down dinner at this uh, table service restaurant, Boat's Rights. Boat Rights, never eaten there, um, but that's what that is. There are four bus stops within the resort, but they do not share with other resorts. Not that any of the other hotels share with the other resorts, um, but uh, it, it, you don't have to go from Riverside through French Quarter to ride the bus. It's all, it has a separate bus from the French Quarter Hotel. Now, if you stay at the French Quarter Hotel, that hotel only has 1,008 rooms. That's the smallest of all of the moderate hotels. So keep that in mind. There are seven buildings on the property, so they are very spread out. Um, I don't know walking uh, from a walking stance how spread out they are from the food court or anything like that. Um, but there, the rooms are again 314 square feet. There's just a pool, uh, food court, and just like every other uh, one of the hotels, there's a you know there's a, um, a, a bar pool bar that you you have you know pickies and stuff and you can get drinks at um the other good thing aside from the size but is also related to the size there is only one bus stop at this hotel now mind you i told you that uh riverside port orleans riverside has four bus stops the french quarter only has one because again they have like a thousand less rooms than uh, Port Orleans Riverside, they have uh, 500 less rooms than Caribbean Beach, and they have 1,300 less rooms than Coronado Springs. So they can get away with, you know, just one pool, um, just one bus stop. That's the advantage to having that smaller resort is um, there are less stops, um, and but there are also less food options for you as well. The last uh, moderate resort to talk about is the one that we kind of discovered through the research of this uh, for this podcast episode, and that is that the cabins at Fort Wilderness Lodge are actually considered moderate uh, hotels. Uh, so they're a little cheaper as compared to deluxe, but more expensive than the uh, regular moderate hotels. But they also sleep six. So if you're a family and you've got five kids, well, not five kids, Jesus. If you have five kids, you probably should cancel your Netflix subscription. Um, but if you're a family and you, there's five of you, have you have three kids, four kids, something like that, instead of getting two rooms, 
um, going with the cabins at Fort Wilderness might be a cheaper option for you, right? Because if you even if you're staying at a, a room that's two eighty eight a night, the price range for the cabins start at three ninety two. So you can see why it would be cheaper to get a cabin as opposed to two rooms at the French Quarter. Uh, the cabins obviously are a little bigger, five hundred and four square feet, and this is actually considered a Magic Kingdom area resort. Um, the other bonus with the cabins is you get the transportation options that go along with the Fort Wilderness Lodge. So you can boat to the Magic Kingdom. You can boat over to uh, Contemporary, take the monorail to the transportation center, and then take the monorail to Epcot. Or um, you can, uh, you know, so you, ha you have a couple of different options, unlike some of the other moderate resorts where it's you know it's just pretty much the um the the bus transportation there are uh oh and the rooms also are a little bigger like i said it sleeps six it has a queen bed with two bunk beds in that room and then it has a sleeper sofa that it's a double sleeper sofa so you sleep two there um Two in the in the bedroom and then one on each of the bunks. So there's just six people. It also has a fully equipped kitchen with a regular size refrigerator, a two burner cooktop, and a dining table. Um, there is two. There are two pools. One is the big pool with the 67 foot slide, and the other is the quiet pool that's just really just a, a square in the ground with water in it, to be honest. Um, but unlike any of the other resorts, they offer pony and wagon rides. Ooh. Uh, they have the food court. The food options, I think, again, you're pretty much staying at a deluxe hotel. Um, so you have the food options that go along, or you could always sneak into um, uh, Fort Wilderness Lodge to eat there. But there is also the Hoop-dee-doo musical review, the Chuck Wagon quick service, and then PJ's Southern Takeout, which I think is a food truck. Um, so that is an option for your food. Uh, and they and they also have the food court that you can do quick service stuff at as well. Um, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there is the option. Because the grounds at Fort Wilderness Lodge are so spread out and the cabins are kind of so far away from each other, you can rent a golf cart to get you around the different areas of the resort. There's an internal bus to get around that you can use, but you can also rent a golf cart. Um, and the cabin loop, the bus that goes within the resort, has a bus stop that brings you to the buses for the rest of the, res for the, rest of the parks. How confusing is that? So there's a bus within the resort that brings you to the bus to the park. The bus within the resort can take up to eight minutes. That's if it's sitting there idling, waiting for you. So you are increasing your transportation time quite a bit. I don't know how much the golf cart rentals are, but I probably would look at doing something like that just because I have no patience. Um, and it would also be a great opportunity for me to take out frustration and possibly run down a person or two. Um, so uh, like I said, you can also use the monorail um, if you're crafty enough to get around um, the resorts and the, and the parks as an option. So that wraps all of the moderate hotels in Disney World.
So we'll go over them again, starting from the one we just finished. Um, Fort, the cabins at Fort Wilderness, you have the uh, Rivers, wait a minute, French Quarter, Rivers, wait, wait a minute, Port Orleans French Quarter. Then you have Port Orleans Riverside. Then Caribbean Beach, Coronado Springs are the five moderate hotels in Disney World that you can stay in. All of them, except for uh, the cabins, about 314 square feet. The Coronado Springs rooms are about 20% bigger than that if you stay within the tower. Um, they they have, uh, uh, most of them only have one mode of transportation other than Caribbean Beach, which offers the Skyliner and also the cabins because, again, it does let you sneak into the monorail um, if you know how to work around the system, which is essentially just jumping off at the Contemporary. Or you could take it over to the Magic Kingdom and then take the Magic Kingdom one to the um, Epcot. Um, so they, for the most part, buses are your are your moan, are, are your lone mode of transportation. Um, I would keep in mind how many stops within the resort each of the buses has to take um, we personally have stayed at caribbean beach i shared with you it was kind of miserable the bus made seven stops and I, and again i think i was like the fifth stop or something so i think we got off early but we got on late or vice versa i can't remember how it was but i remember it being miserable having to stop every single one of those times um i know folks with family that love the French Quarter. They swear by it. It's the place they stay. Um, just in doing the research, it kind of, I can understand why. Much smaller. Uh, there's only one bus stop. Like So some of those issues that I have with the moderate hotels are kind of taken away. Um, but you also have to remember that there's only one bus stop. And so everybody piles into that bus stop too. So um, there's that. Coronado is the conference one, um, and uh, it's a little bit more of an adult theme than maybe, like I said, no cartoons on the wall, that sort of stuff. Uh, so as always, it really is about your preference. Um, some of the things we try to highlight for you are, are ideas or things that you should think about when you're considering your vacation. How important is the pool? How important is it that you have a 10-minute walk to the food court? Um, you know, how important is the transportation to you? If those things aren't huge on your list or one is more important than the other, then I would recommend, you know, pick what's really important to you and stay at that resort. People always say to me, well, what would you recommend? And I would say, well, for me, I hate bus stops. So I probably would stay away from Caribbean Beach, even if it has the uh, Skyliner option, because um, my wife is afraid of heights, and we can't go on the Skyliner anyway. So that does me no good. So you know what I mean? Like, for every family, it's totally different. So you really got to weigh what's important to you, your family, your kids, what works, what doesn't work, and then make your selection based on that. Um, it's always great to get the info from other people, but then make the decision based on your family. Don't listen to what anybody else says, even if it's me, and I am right all the time. Um, so that's our episode. We hope you found it helpful. Um, it would be helpful for us if you liked us, if you gave us a five-star review, maybe dropped a comment in there, um, or talked us up to your friends. In the meantime, travel safe, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>